A tough loss for the Eagles. Hello, everybody. Terry Bennett here on the Holiday Eagle Football Show right here on S2S Sports, part of L4 Media. And I've ne I've never had to say that in the year and two games that we've done for Holiday. And Holiday hasn't had a regular season loss in like 33 games. Uh, but it was a tough one. But I'm going to tell you what, it was against a really good Jim Nett team. I, I think everybody has Jim Nett in their mind from last year early on when they were 0-3, mainly because of injuries. Uh, and, and things, but this is a Jim Ned team that if they stay healthy, I think, and I've, I've said it over and over on here, uh, I said it on Sideline to Sideline, the 3A show, brought to you by SI Design and Printing that you can hear each and every week, uh, that this Jim Ned team, if they stay healthy, closer to that state championship team when they had Xavier Wishard at, at running back and Tate Yearly at quarterback and a big offensive line, and I'm telling you what, well, that offensive line is pretty big for Jim Ned this year as well. But Holiday Falls, 40 to 22. A lot of positives still. Uh, you know, you're, you're basically talking back to back, a near pick, a basically a pick six and a pick six. I and mean, that's a 14 point swing. You're literally talking about, you know, you, you, you just have those be normal drives and punts and you don't score. You, you, you're having a chance. It's a 26-22 type game, you know. But those those two turnovers just absolutely it kind of felt like it sapped the energy out of the of the team. And it's a team that's got to get used to being behind and and and, and maybe losing occasionally. And you, I know we all say we don't want that. Well, no, you don't. But I mean, that's just the realities of football. The the, the win streaks are special because not every team's doing it. I mean, you know, 33 regular season wins. That's amazing. Is going to come to an end. And so now it's how does the team respond? And I think they're going to respond fine. Good matchup with the Idaloo this week. Wildcats are one and one. They lost to uh, Sweetwater to begin things. Kind of went almost exactly like this game did, almost in score, too. It was 42 to 20. Uh, but Idaloo moved the ball well at times, but they had some turnovers. And then last week, they kind of just, uh, they kind of just grinded New Deal down. New Deal, of course, is a great 2A team. Um, but, but, yeah, this is a good matchup. But I, I, I think Holiday bounces back. And, and I think Holiday bounces back w with a, a, a win. But, hey, maybe I'm just being a Holiday homer. Anyway, as always, we're going to be talking to the head coach of the Eagles, Coach Kyle Atwood. In fact, we're going to take a break. And when we do come back, it is Coach Atwood right here on the Holiday Eagle Football Show on S2S Sports, part of L4 Media. Is your demanding work lifestyle in need of fire-resistant clothing that can keep up? Well, L4FR clothing should be your go-to for quality, affordability, safety, and style. L4FR was founded by a third-generation oil field worker who is also a veteran. Thus, this company has a deep appreciation for reliability and longevity, all while we provide first-rate customer service. Our durable apparel will serve you well for many years to come, whether you're working on a pipeline, alignment climbing utility poles, or in any other environment requiring fire-resistant apparel. L4FR has you covered. Our apparel is tough enough to resist hazardous conditions while still providing high comfort and style. L4FR provides clothing options to ensure your safety and comfort, whether you're on the job or not. To view our complete inventory of flame-resistant garments, please visit our online store at L4FRclothing.com or give us a call at 817-757-4935. See habla espanol. Terry Bennett back here on the Holiday Football Show. 
now joined by the head coach of the Eagles, Coach Kyle Atwood. And, Coach, frustrating game. You lose to Jim Ned 40-22. to But, man, there was a lot of positives in there, especially early. Yeah, you know, our kids came out and competed extremely hard. Um, early in the game, we, you know, we were able to execute a little bit offensively. Uh, get two scores there in the first half and you know defensively we we played really good football for that first half uh you know we give up a few scores with short field position um just because of uh you know uh, some turnovers offensively as well as uh just not taking advantage of field position in the special teams game uh you know pooch kickoff that that doesn't get past 15 yards uh shank punt um, so, you know, their scores came off of real short field position and turnovers. And, you know, so we were a little disappointed in those areas. But, you know, our kids played hard. We were, you know, we were right there in the game through that first half. Uh, you know, we opened up the second half getting the ball and were able to move it a little bit. But then, you know, Snake, snake bitten by some turnovers and uh, throughout the course of the game. And so we turn it, turn it over again to open up the second half. And, uh, you know, they kind of – close the door on us there in, in the third quarter. So uh, a lot of things that we've got to improve on, but, you know, very proud of our, our kids showing up on Saturday. Um, you know, our, our coaching staff as well, we, we made some mistakes, a number of mistakes. And so there's things that we've got to improve on, but we met as a staff and we're going to get those things fixed. Our kids watch film and they understand, that, you know, the areas of concern and, and you know, we're going to work this week to, to ensure that we – we seal those up and, uh, you know, we continue to, to grow and mature and get better each and every week. Well, and you bring up the turnovers and, and you bringing in this new system and you could you see all the pauses of the system, especially like we talked about that first half and, and even on the full day, you know, throwing for 218 yards. But but the turnovers and, you know, going in a new offense with with, a, with a group that's ran a, a one system, most of their high school career, there would be some bumps and bruises. But on these turnovers, are most of these fixable, correctable mistakes? Yeah, I think absolutely. You know, it just comes with with uh, reps, um, you know, and just the the thought and the mindset of ball security once it's in your hands. Um, you know, majority of those turnovers, we had one one pick six where uh, you know it was a bad call on my on my part, uh, and then a little bit on on Grant for trying to go ahead and force it instead of just getting rid of the ball. But that's just something that that comes with you know running this style of offense over. Over a course of time, when you you know you just realize like, hey, I need to just get rid of it, and and we just don't have enough reps under his belt uh, to do that right now. But I shouldn't have put him in that position in the first place. But besides that, the rest of the stuff was you know post catch or post run fumbles, and so um, you know those are things that that we feel like we can clean up and and uh, through the course of practice with some ball security stuff and and just really harp it on the kids the importance of of, you know, taking care of the football. You bring up a good point. We talk about when a coach comes into a new place, you know, the, the kids have to learn him, but you have to learn your kids too and and, and kind of learn, you know, what plays will be there for them with their style and, and where they are in your system. Yeah, absolutely. You know, that's just part of it. Um, and it's you look at it across any, uh, you know, classification or, or really any, you know, collegiate football as well. Uh, you know, there's there's teams that have had some change in, in uh, coordinators and, 
you know, it's going to take time for them to to get their offense installed. Uh, you know, you saw that last night in the Clemson Duke mm-hmm. game. You know, uh, grew up with Garrett Riley, the great offensive coordinator, won the Broles Award. Award is considered one of the best uh, offensive coordinators in in the nation, and they struggled last night against the Duke team because they're just trying to get everything installed, and it's just part of it. Um, but our, you know, our hopes are that we get better fast, and um, you know, I think that our our kids, what we do, I think it fits our personnel as far as the number of skilled kids that we have, uh, the ability to distribute the ball, um, and so it's it's just a matter of of, uh, you know, continuing to get better, understanding the philosophy and the schemes and, um, you know, taking advantage of what the defense gives us. And then, uh, like you said, us knowing the personnel and knowing our kids and what what we can do and what we can't do, um, you know, and then, you know, just take advantage of what the defense gives us and get out there and execute. Well, and again, I'm not making excuses, but I think people – are not understanding how good this Jim Ned team is going to end up being at the end of the year if they stay healthy. As I've told you, I think they're closer to their 2020 state championship team than they are their 8-4 and four team last year as far as talent and depth. And this was a really good team you were seeing in week two. Yeah, we knew that. Um, they're they're a solid football team. They're very well coached, very physical. Uh, obviously, quite a bit bigger than us up front and you know and their mindset was to wear us down and smash us in between the tackles and uh and they did just that you know as the game progressed and it kind of slipped out of our hands they were able to to really control the line of scrimmage both offensively and defensively and those are some areas that we've got to get fixed um as we know that you know we're going to play some tight ball games moving forward and you've got to be able to uh to win the line of scrimmage to win the football game and so uh you know Hats off to Jim Ned, their coaching staff. They had a good game plan. Their kids came in excited. I think they wanted some redemption after, you know, we stepped on the field and, and really put it to them this last year. And so uh, they came with, uh, with a lot of energy, and, and they played well. And, and we played well at, at times too, but just not, you know, not enough to, to really come out and, and put ourselves in position to win the game late. All right, this week you take on Idaloo. The Wildcats 1-1. One one. They lose to Sweetwater to begin things. They beat a really good 2A new deal last week, 42-3. to three. When you look on film, what do you see about the Wildcats? They're, they're a solid football team as well. Uh, not quite as big as Jim Ned, but they're very athletic. Uh, you know, and you look at that, that's, that game versus uh, Sweetwater, um, you know, some things happened to, to Idaloo that happened to us against Jim Ned. A uh, few turnovers um, that put uh, Sweetwater up 28 to nothing in the first half. And then Idaloo continued to claw, uh, you know, tried to work their way back into that game. So they're a really good football team. Uh, that score did not depict the, the team that, that they were on that on week one. But, you know, week two they turn around and, and really kind of put it to New Deal. Uh, by 40 plus points so you know we know that we've got our hands full this week uh, like I said they've got a, a plethora of skilled kids not quite as big and as physical up front as what we saw this last week but uh, you know they're a dang good football team across the board yeah they have a really good quarterback in Tate Henley and you talk about they're not quite as big but but I think they're they're quicker than Jim Ned and I, and I think they want to spread it out a little bit more than Jim Ned don't they yeah, they, uh, you know, they're going to throw the ball. They're 57% pass so for the past two weeks. Um, they want to throw the ball. They've got, you know, a couple of solid receivers. 
uh, you know, that, that do a really good job um, getting open. And then, you know, they're going to catch the ball in traffic as well if they need to. And uh, a lot of team speed out there on the edge. And then obviously that quarterback uh, is just a really solid quarterback. He, he's got a strong arm. Uh, Tate Henley, I mean, he's accurate in the pocket, um, you know, then he's, he's able to really scramble around and extend plays. Uh, we've seen a few of his, you know, 55 to 60 yard passes after extending the play. So we've got to do a really good job of staying in coverage. Uh, you know, when the time comes to pressure him and heat him up, we've got to do a good job of that and securing the sack and, uh, you know, putting a little bit of pressure on him. But, you know, he's a, he's a phenomenal quarterback that uh, is going to give defenses uh, some fits throughout the course of this year. Here at L4 Media, we talk high school football, 4A, 3A, and 2A in Texas. We talk East Texas sports. We talk NFL, guy talk, movie, and booze. We also talk wrestling and so much more. And you can see it all on our YouTube channel at L4 Media Company. Like and subscribe. As always, we want to thank the head coach of the Eagles, Coach Kyle Atwood, for joining us here on the Holiday Eagle Football Show. Tough loss, but you move on. Again, you got Idaloo this week on the road. By the way, the turf looks great at home. Saw some video. Saw the what looked like a great atmosphere. I know it, it got ruined at the end with the loss, but outside of that, it looks amazing. Uh, that new turf looks amazing. Uh, and uh, get back-to-back home games after this one. Uh, then you only have two more home games the rest of the year. So four more home games. Man, we're already week three. I, we always joke on sideline to sideline about, hey, man, this this gets quicker and quicker. But it, it really does feel that way. We're already at week three. You know, we're getting to a point now where you're going to start knowing teams and what they're doing. And, and week to week becomes more consistent for the good teams. And I guess technically for the bad teams, if you're consistently bad. Uh, but, yeah, it's going to be interesting to see how this team bounces back. Again, a roster that's not used to losing in the regular season. Uh, now they've, they've got that bitter taste. You know, some people who compete say they compete more to not lose than to win. Uh, and so we'll see if the Eagle football team ramps it up this week uh, in the compete level and see what happens in that fourth quarter. If it's a one-possession game, you know, will they be able to rise up? I think they will. Remember, any questions, thoughts, or comments, email me, terry at s2sport.com. Other than that, if you're going to Idaloo, be safe. We'll talk about that game and the Childress matchup next week right here on the Holiday Eagle Football Show on the S2S Sports Network, part of L4 Media, brought to you by the Holiday Eagle Booster Club.